Hello and welcome to the Four Pillars Podcast. Join us for a quick 10-minute talk show where in each episode we speak to an individual about their experiences improving one of the pillars to a healthy life, namely the heart, mind, body, and spirit. Today we're talking to Haley Mayer. Haley, how are you doing? Doing good. That's good. Um, so introduce yourself. Who are you and why are you important? <laughs> Um, well, I'm your older sister, so I'll always be very important to you. <laughs> but um, I, so my name is Haley Mayer. I am a CSW, and next month I'll be an LCSW, um, which is a licensed clinical social worker. Um, so I have a degree, my undergrad's in sociology, but my grad school is in social work. Um, and I work in residential treatment right now at Provo Canyon School. Um, but I also do outpatient. I work with Therapy Utah, which is mainly about sex addiction and things like that, but um, I'm also doing outpatient. So right now I do both of them. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so what made you want to go into, uh, into social work over sociology? Um, well, I mean, they work really well together, but um, sociology, especially when you go into the higher up, I mean, I love the study of like people and how they interact with their backgrounds and the people around them, and their communities, which honestly feeds really well into social work. Social work is very much based off systems rather than like the individualized, um, I guess, like chemistry of the person as much. So it fed really well into that. Um, I did get a certificate in criminology, so I did a lot of work with that. So I've always been interested in like juvenile delinquent, things like that. Um, but then when I was looking at my grad program to go more into sociology is more research-based to go more into social work. I had options that I could do therapy with pretty much any demographic I wanted. Um, and there's a lot of, I don't know, flexibility with it. So I liked that a lot. That's good to hear. Um, uh, mm -hmm. a pretty involved career path. Um, <laughs> so obviously you had to do a lot of studying and you had to, um, learn a lot in your studies about your field that you're in right now. Um, but past that, how did you, how do you personally strengthen your mind each day? Like what is your thing that you do to, to make sure that you're sharp? Um, well, it's kind of, uh, I mean, when I was thinking about this, it's definitely, it's kind of one of those things where I think by your mind is really kind of hard to like know where you're at sometimes just because it's not like a physical muscle where like you work out, you see the effort, you see the, you know, um, the changes or, you know, you have that physical feeling at least of knowing what's going on. And with your mind, when you're doing things to like keep it in shape and do what you need to, sometimes you're like, is this even really working? Like what's going on? I don't want to give myself like an assessment each day. So like what's going on with it? Um, so I think though, by, if you can make sure that the other areas are doing okay, then you have a better chance of like focusing on like just how your mind's doing. Um, and I don't mean just by like your brain, I mean like your mindset, your thought process. I think we can, we know all the physical health things you can do for your brain, you know, what you can do to like help it. But I think to do the basics is kind of like what I talk to my kids about, um, about like grounding and using coping skills and things like that, that also ties into your emotions. So your mind's kind of cool where, I mean, it's like your hub. Um, I don't want to say one thing's more important than the others, but your mind has so many things that you really have to like connect to everything else. And so 
if you don't have a good grasp on that, I think none of the other pillars are really going to do well either, which can be said about all of them. But um, especially with your mind, I've noticed like it's very like it hinges a lot on everything else. So for me, I mean, I often, I, it's not just about like the activities, like I'll work out for like my body, but then during it, I'm like focused on the activity and, or when I'm like reading, I try to focus on the activity or get something out of it. And that just goes into that whole mindfulness practice, which is a, a DBT, which is dialectical behavioral theory kind of skill of just how can you be in the moment, take something out of that moment, not be thinking about what I'm going to do in five minutes, not think about what I did before and like go after that for a while, just being there. So I think that's for me, the biggest thing is just how am I going to like be in the moment, take advantage of the moment um, and really be able to like commit myself to what I'm doing. So That's good advice. I like what you said about how, um, it, it's more about your mindset and it like your mind is very complicated. So as long as you're focusing on like what you're focusing on and your mind, your thought processes, um, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know that. And I mean, a lot of people probably do know that if you have like depression or anxiety and it goes unchecked, it bleeds mm -hmm. into other parts of your life, like your physical health. Yeah. Um, you can actually decrease your lifespan, but, mm -hmm. um, it's important to get those things checked out. And then also if you are feeling vulnerable, um, to find ways to decompress and loosen your anxiety. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's yeah. important. For sure. And I think like playing it off other people, I think a lot of people think like, oh, it's my head. I should know what's going on in it. And I think that's when people are like in that, I don't need help. I don't need to do anything uh, mindset. And that makes it even more dangerous for them because I mean, if you were to want to work out, it's so easy for you to go up to someone and be like, hey, dude, like, what do you do at the gym? You know, what do you, what do you do? But then when it comes to our mind, we're like, oh, I can only do this by myself. And it's, it just doesn't make sense. So it's like, if you are willing, like if I was feeling sick, I'd go to the doctor unless I was like my dad who wouldn't go to the doctor. But like, <laughs> you know, it's just like one of those things where like, if I was feeling sick, I would go to the doctor and I would get checked out and I would see what's going on. But for some reason, when our mindset's not going good, we are just like, let me just hide this a little bit more. And I don't want to tell anyone about it. And so I think by you, like what you were saying, like with that, like by you being able to like, realize maybe something's not quite where it needs to be. I think a huge thing about keeping yourself healthy with your mindset is going to go talk to someone. Like I've been teaching my girls that I work with at my treatment center, um, that I go to a therapist sometimes too. And it's not, I don't tell them like any personal, you know, baggage I have. I'm just like, listen, like when you guys are outside of here and you're living in the community, you're going to keep going to a therapist. And they're like, well, no one really does that. And I'm like, no, mo many people do. And like, well, you don't. I'm like, actually, I do. <laughs> half of it's because of you. But the other half is because of, I want to keep myself in check. And it's not always about huge, deep things. A lot of times it's just like, hey, like, can I just check in with how I'm doing? Like, I'm feeling some burnout from my job. Or I've realized, like, I, heart, I keep, like, replaying the stupid thing I said to this guy I liked over and over again. And I can't get rid of it. You know, it's just... And I think that it's so easy for people to be like, no, I got this. I should know what's going on in my own head. But getting that help is a huge thing. And for me, I love it. Like, I love going to therapy. Being a therapist is awesome. But I think being the one who gets to kind of ask for that help and get that mind 
set figured out is very helpful as well. Yeah, that's good advice. It's, it's really a taboo thing right now to go to a counselor. Um, mm -hmm. But really a lot of people that you know are probably going to counselors too. So it's really not a huge deal. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, what, so what lessons did you learn about yourself as you increased your knowledge in your fields, such as like when you were getting your master's degree or when you were finishing up your, uh, your bachelor's, what lessons did you learn about yourself? Um, I learned for me being where I'm at, um, that I also have a hard time asking for help. And so I have to learn to like give myself checkpoints. Um, so, and something I've also learned while I've been working, the more and more I have this friend of mine who she is great about saying like, Hey, don't just go on vacation when you're completely burnt out, like plan for vacation and go. Cause if you do it when you're just completely burnt out, all you're doing is just like, you know, sleeping and you come back and you're like, I'm still just as tired. But if you have this thing that you've planned and maybe you're not quite, you know, to that point of like, Oh, I need a break. Um, you're going to actually enjoy it and you're going to have energy to do it. And I think that's kind of part of that mindset of like being in the moment and not just trying to be in the crisis all the time. But I think for me, I learned like I need to give myself those checkpoints and not just be okay when my car's on empty, then I go get gas. I need to like, okay, when my car, you know, when my fuel like tank for myself, when Haley's at like three quarters, you know, you need to start kind of looking at what's going around when you're a half tank. It's like, okay, I need to start putting some, you know, effort into this. And then when I'm at a quarter tank, I know like, okay, I'm not an empty yet, but I don't want to get close to empty. So I need to do something to fill it up. And so I think that's a huge thing I learned about myself. Um, Cause I think a lot of people think, especially people go into my field, you've got it all together. You got it all set. And yeah, we're in this field, not because we got it all set. We in this, we're in this field because we just understand there are a lot of resources out there. And so we, we know how to access those, but it doesn't mean we know how to use them all or that we use them all ourselves. Like my kids have to often remind me like, Haley, take a deep breath. And I'm like, I know. Okay. <laughs> like I'm going to, or they're like, you've been drinking a lot of Coke Zero. And I'm like, I know, okay, I just need to like take a nap, but I just need to get through the, the week. And they're like, okay. Um, but I think there's that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Honestly, that's one of the huge things for me, especially when I was going to school. I think I was one who was just always working and always doing, and I always had a job or two jobs and I was going to school plus a practicum. And so I was always really busy. Um, so I think for me, it was just also recognizing and saying it's okay to be burnt out a little bit, or it's okay to like ha be having some trouble. Um, that is totally fine. And that's kind of like you said, that's like that taboo. Everyone, no one wants to admit that they're not doing so hot. And, but at the same time, like we're obviously not all doing so good. So definitely. Yeah. I think in my undergrad, I learned that I'm a lazy person and I, <laughs> I like, if I didn't put effort in to learn in a course, I was going to get an A regardless. Like I know how to turn my brain off and get work done. But mm -hmm. if I wasn't paying attention and really focusing, I wasn't going to learn anything. Um, so I, I think for me, that's, that's where I have to be is I have to focus on the effort portion and then, mm -hmm. you know, decompress later. But uh, as far as everything else in your life, what do you think is the best advice that you have for people looking for balance in their own lives? Um, I would say go where it's uncomfortable. 
I think that's the big thing. I think a lot of people are like, I don't even want to think about my health right now because I have all these other things to do or I know I'm not doing so good, so I don't want to even think about it. I think a huge thing would be, I mean, for me, there was a long time I was really self-conscious about my weight, about my health. I'm not like, it wasn't because I felt like I was super overweight or anything. I just knew I was not doing so good with my habits and stuff. And it was very uncomfortable for me to like go into that. But finally I was just like, okay, I need to need to do something about it. And so I didn't, I felt really great about it, but it definitely takes some pushing to like get you to kind of get there. I think finding balance, yeah, go where you're uncomfortable. And then just also like, I think give yourself goals that are easily attainable. Um, don't do a goal where it's like, I'm going to go to the gym every week. Um, give yourself a goal where it's like this month, I'm going to go to the gym five times, which I mean, if you do it right every week, it's going to be that. But I mean, if you, for some reason, can't go one week, go twice in a week, and then you're still going to meet your goal. Like give yourself a number goal like that, where it's not, okay, if I miss one week, then I failed my goal. It's the idea of, okay, word your goals so that not that you have an out, but you have a way that you can, if something comes up, cause it's always going to, you can still feel like, oh, I didn't fail. I can find a way to like help myself. Cause then your pillars are going to be so much stronger if you're accomplishing goals. Cause if not, you're going to have issues with like feeling like you're lacking or you're lopsided and you want to feel even. So give yourself a break on all of them and do something with each of them to do that. But. Yeah. That's good advice. And then looking at it in the long term too, like I, I myself will try to make goals that are like, I'm going to go to the gym 20 hours this week and lose 20 pounds. And I don't think that's very constructive, but yeah. <laughs> if I were to look at it and like, like you were saying, like getting five days in this month, or at least like some kind of a constructive exact goal that like is long term versus like mm -hmm. this week. Yeah. Uh, it, it helps out in the long run and then it helps you to balance the other parts of your life too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I appreciate you speaking with me today. Um, hope to speak with you on different subjects. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> you just let me know. <laughs> um, yeah. So where can people find you? Are you doing anything? That would be, um, I will, I will be starting an Instagram page for therapy stuff. Um, but yeah, and I guess once I get that started, I'll send you the link for that. But yeah, so but yeah, right now I'm, I'm kind of working, um, I'm at therapy Utah right now. I'm one of their therapists that they're having there. I'm just starting out there. Um, you wouldn't really need me at a residential treatment center, but yeah, therapy Utah, that's kind of where I'm at, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'll send you the Instagram and you can share that if you need to. Cool. Awesome. Well, that was the podcast for today. Again, um, if you're interested in speaking with me, let me know. I'd love to talk to you. Um, and please share and rate this podcast so that we can get more visibility. Um, but we hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening.